Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball land tonight? I hope you're doing good. I hope you're doing well, because I sure am. Well, let's get into the episode, people. You know, we can't waste no time, man. Episode 55. Episode 55, people. And the name of episode 55 is Snapped. The name of episode 55, Snapped. But before we get into the episode, you guys know what we got to do. What do we got to do? We got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Episode 55, we're transcending up. We're doing it. We're doing it big, and we're going to continue to do it big. We're not stopping now. We're like a straight-up locomotive moving forward, man. And all right, so let's get into this episode. Coming out of that L.A. area, the L.A. Sparks, one Candace Parker. Candace Parker's an excellent player and, of course, a future Hall of Famer, man. She's a future Hall of Famer. She's definitely a player that's going to go down in WNBA archives, man, one of the best players that ever did it in the WNBA or in women basketball, period, okay? And, of course, you know she's an excellent commentary, commentator, I mean, for the uh, NBA TV. She's excellent at commentating, and I know she's got a niche at that. But we're talking about Candace Parker's basketball skills right now. She's phenomenal. And she's coming on the ending, ending part of her career. I mean, it's winding down a little bit. She's already stated maybe two to three more years. But right now, Candace Parker's talking about she doesn't know how many more years she's got left. And so that's kind of what happens when you become a veteran of so many years and have won a couple of championships. You really don't know how long you want to play. As long as you love the game and you love the game the way you do, you'll continue to play at a high, high level. I guess you'll continue to play, but... I mean, right now, she's saying she really doesn't know how much she has left in the tank right now. But whatever Candace Parker has in the tank, it's enough to perform at a high, high level. Of course, those L.A. Sparks will be in the playoffs once again. They'll also have a strong opportunity to hoist that WNBA championship because they have a loaded team. And with Candace Parker at the helm, you just can't rule that team out. You can't rule that team out, people. And so coming out of that L.A. building, Candace Park is stating, hey, I don't know how many years I got left. I don't know how long I'm going to play this game of basketball. But we must enjoy uh, Candace Parker right now because she is playing at a high, high level. She had a little injury early in the season that sidelined her for a little while, maybe a couple of weeks, two to three weeks. But she's back performing extremely well. And I'm going to tell you, if you get a chance to watch the L.A. Sparks, watch them now because you're watching history in the making when you watch one Candace Parker perform the way she's performing right now. And like Coach Luke said, they always have a chance with those type of people on the court like Candace Parker and Nika Akumake. They always have an opportunity to hoist that trophy. And that's what's coming out of that L.A. Uh, area, Candace Parker states, I really don't know how long I got left, 
but I'm going to give it my all. Jimmy Butler is happy in Miami, extremely happy. A lot of people feel that Jimmy Butler just took the money. Well, hey, he's been playing for a lot of years. And when that money comes up and that max deal comes up, you should take it. A lot of people also say, hey, are the Miami Heat going to be any good? They're going to be good enough. They've got Jimmy Butler. <laughs> They're going to perform, man. And, of course, he has a lot, a lot of confidence in Eric Spolster and Pat Riley. These guys are in the rebuilding stage, but um, it doesn't bother Jimmy Butler to lead that march. Okay? Now, the Miami Heat are rebuilding, but guess what? They already added a main cog and one Jimmy Butler, an all-star, an Olympian, a guy that's ready to perform every single night and give his all every single night. I mean, the, the Miami Heat have a very, very young group, and they will perform at a high, high level, at an NBA level, until they rebuild and rebuild. And, of course, you know Pat Riley is one of the best general managers and presidents in the game. He's not going to sit around and let the Miami Heat stay at the bottom of the pole. He's going to keep on improving that team. And so that's the confidence that Jimmy Butler has in Pat Riley and the head coach, Eric Spolster, that they will continue to make that team better while he's in the building. And, of course, they want to become title contenders. And so they already started with the biggest move that they could make, and that's signing Jimmy Butler to a max deal. And, again, like Jimmy Butler has stated, hey, I have the utmost confidence in Pat Riley, and I have the utmost confidence in Eric Spolster that they will get the job done. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing, man. All you got to do is be happy, perform at a high, high level, which Jimmy Butler does every single night. He's got to be in the top 10 in the league right now. In Coach Loop's eyes, he's one of the top 10 players in the league. And so he's going to always perform at a high, high level. And as they get more pieces to surround Jimmy Butler, they will become a much stronger team. And so that's what's happening out that Miami building. Jimmy Butler's ecstatic happy and ready to go into training camp. And he also states, I have the utmost confidence in the man at the top, Pat Riley, Hall of Fame GM, uh, Hall of Fame GM and president of the Miami Heat, as well as Eric Spolster, head coach. And so that's what's coming out of that Miami building with Jimmy Butler. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, that's right. You know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. This is a very, very sticky uh, um, topic for Coach Luke. Because as you all know, I'm a big, big New York Knicks fan, okay? And so the question is, should the Knicks be sold to new ownership? Well, I've said this time and time again, of course. They should be sold to new ownership. Will they be sold? I doubt it. I doubt it. Right now, the Knicks have an owner that's just looking at the bottom line. And when you have an owner that's looking at the bottom line, He's not really looking at the fans. He doesn't really care about the fans. He's a businessman, and he's treating the the basketball team strictly as a business, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. 
It's just that those owners that treat uh, their sports franchises strictly as a business, they never win. They never win. And so all of the Knicks fans that are listening to this podcast tonight understand if Jim Dolan doesn't sell the New York Knicks, they'll win. They'll, they'll eventually win because they have a lot of great basketball people in place. So they don't have no choice but to get better and better and better, and they'll win. But one of the things they won't do, they will not hoist the trophy. All right? Now, if you look at uh, um, some owners, if you look at some owners, and we can go abroad in sports, Jerry Jones, look how passionate he is about the Dallas Cowboys. Robert Kraft, look how passionate he is about the Patriots. Look how passionate they are in interacting with their fan base, on getting getting involved in social media, doing tons of charities involving the team and the players, going to hospitals for charity and, and, and seeing young kids that are terminally ill or that are ill, you know. It's, you know, it, you have to be that type of owner if you're going to win. You really have to be that type of owner if you're going to win. And the New York Knicks do not have that type of owner. Now, can they win with the ownership? Of course they can win. It's just that they can never, ever, ever win a championship if the owner's heart and soul is not into the basketball team. And Jim Dolan's heart and soul is not into the Knicks. Just my opinion. So can the Knicks win? Yes, they can win. Can they win big? No, they can't. The team would have to be sold to a very passionate basketball man. The team would have to be sold to a very passionate basketball man for them to hoist the trophy again. All right? That's the bottom line. And so, you know, I get a little touchy with this because, of course, all you guys know, Coach Luke is a big, big New York Knicks fan. But they will not win until Jim Dolan sells the team to a very, very passionate uh, a basketball guy. All right? And when I say a basketball guy, I'm not talking about a guy that has played basketball for years, that has coached for years. It could be a gentleman that's been around the game for years and years and years and years. And he's passionate about the game of basketball. And so that's my opinion. The question was asked, and hey, you know Coach Luke, I'm going to be as honest as possible. They can win, and they're going to win, but they will not win a championship as long as Mr. Jim Dolan owns the team. Once again, people, tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, hey, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. The Bulls. A very, very young and talented team, Zach Levine, Kobe White. I mean, the Bulls are kind of, Chicago Bulls are kind of uh, under the radar. You know, we talk about a lot of young teams, and I did in my last podcast or two podcasts ago. 
the young and surprising teams. And when we were talking about those young and surprising teams, we kind of put the Chicago Bulls on somewhat of a back burner. And so I'm going to bring them and pick them up off the back burner and let people know the Chicago Bulls will be for real this year. Now, how many games they'll win? I'm not too sure. Will they make the playoffs? They have a great opportunity in the Eastern Conference to make the playoffs. I don't know if they will. I just don't know if they will or if they have enough firepower to make the uh, playoffs. That's the question with the Chicago Bulls. They have a lot of talent, people, a whole lot of talent. But will they be able to to blend together and make a run late? I just don't know. And again, like Coach Luke said, I don't know if they have enough talent. All right? Like I said, Zach Levine, Kobe White. I mean, you got a lot of great young players there. And so you kind of, they kind of took a back seat to the Atlanta Hawks and the New Orleans Pelicans as far as young teams that are pushing forward, that want to perform at a high, high level. And you'll get that from the Chicago Bulls. You really will. You'll get that from the Chicago Bulls, a very young team, on the rise, building, learning. They're very young. And so you can't expect too much overnight. I would say maybe in the next two or three years, you'd see a big, big move done by the Chicago Bulls. But right now, they're going to be competitive, people. They're really going to be competitive. So you're going to have to keep an eye on the Chicago Bulls from this point forward. Very young team, got a lot going for themselves, great coaching staff, and, hey, a bunch of young, hardworking players. And so you do have to watch the Chicago Bulls. Will they be a surprise? Of course they will be a surprise. They'll be a surprise. I just don't know how much of a surprise. Again, I think they need to get a little bit deeper off the bench to be a real ultimate surprise. They're not as deep as a a young team like the New Orleans Pelicans or the Atlanta Hawks, but they're pretty young, and they need to get a little more deeper, and that's all that Coach Luke is saying. But, yes, the Chicago Bulls, will be a surprise in the NBA because one of the things that the Chicago Bulls will play, will do, excuse me, is play hard every single game. They won't let anybody run them out the building easily. And when you have that and you're young, you have nothing but to do, nothing to do but to get better and better and better. So, yes, the Chicago Bulls will probably be one of those surprise teams in the NBA. Well, all right. We got that AAU profile, baby. That AAU profile. Well, our AAU profile is Paige Buckner. Buck. Paige Buckers. Paige Bukers. Well, I got to get that last name right. Paige Bukers is our AAU profile. Wonderful young lady. All right. Wonderful player. 5'10 guard out of the Minnesota area, okay? She goes to Hopkins High School, okay? She just committed to the University of Connecticut, a strong young lady powerhouse team in college basketball, all right? She's from, where is she from? Wow, boy. Mimitoka, Minnesota. Mimitoka, Minnesota. Paige Buker from Mimitoka, Minnesota. Wow. 
All right. And she, like I said, uh, um, she's going to be uh, 11th grader at Hopkins High School, and she's already committed to UConn, okay? She's playing on the 17 and under Team USA. So that's her AAU outfit right now, a 17 and under Team USA. Paige Buker, wonderful player, phenomenal. When I pulled her up, man, she can really ball. And she's a hell of a defender, guys. She's a heck of a, heck of a hard-nosed defender. And so that's our AAU profile for this show this Wednesday. Paige Buker, wonderful player out of Hopkins High School. And she's going to be phenomenal for that UConn Husky team. All right. Here we go. We got that WNBA recap, baby. That WNBA recap. And you know Coach Luke loves himself some WNBA. But guess what? We don't have no games tonight. (laughs) All of the games were Wednesday, and they're kind of breaking them up a little bit. All right? And there's some games tonight. But we're not going to give you the games tonight. We will give you a recap of the games tonight and the games on Thursday, okay, on our Friday show. But there are no WNBA games tonight, and Coach Luke is upset about that because this is one of the favorite parts of my podcast, the WNBA recap. I got to talk some stuff about that WNBA because, as y'all know, Coach Luke just loves himself some WNBA Love it, love it, love it. But there was no games tonight. And like Coach Luke said, uh, most of the games were played this weekend, Sunday evening, okay, and Monday. And so, hey, we got some games coming up tonight and some games tomorrow night, which you'll hear about those games in Friday's show. So stay with us, stick with us. We love that WNBA at All Things Basketball Podcast. And we'll continue to support the women when they balling hard like they do. All right. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, that's right. You know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, let's get into the topic of this podcast, man. Snapped. Episode 55, Snapped. Well, last night, Team USA got their um, streak of 58 games snapped by Team France. Team France, man, got a lot of NBA ballers on Team France. Rudy Gobert. All defensive player, two times, man. He destroyed them, 21 points and 16 rebounds. Nicholas Batum did his thing. Evan Frontier of the um, Orlando Magic did his thing, man. I'm telling you, they got a lot of ballers on Team France. And so they came back from a seven-point deficit in the fourth quarter to stun Team USA, all right? They beat Team USA by 10 points, man. They beat them by 10 points. It was something to see, 89-79. All 
all right? It was a convincing victory. And of course, you know, Tony Parker was on the sideline after his early retirement, just jumping up and down. But what I understand is Tony Parker really works out with the team, all right? He really works out with the team. And oh, I can't forget our man from the New York Knicks, Frank Nicolina. He played pretty well, Frank Nicolina. He did his thing, man. He did his thing out there, man, for Team France. And so they really performed, man. They had a lot of NBA ballers. It's really not a surprise. A lot of people look at it as a surprise, as a surprise, excuse me. But people who know basketball know that Team France is loaded with NBA talent and they can basically beat anybody. So now the Team USA will not be in the gold, gold medal run. All right, they were knocked out by Team France last night, and Team France will be in the gold medal run. And so, hey, you know, this is hap this hasn't happened to Team USA since the year two thousand and six. So this is a big, big knock on Team USA. And Greg Popovich is very, very stunned. But like he said, these guys have never played together, and they'll continue to play together and get ready for the um, Olympics in the next year or so. And so, you know, it's a work in progress. It's a new team, but we can't make any excuses for Team USA. The streak has been snapped, and the streak was 58 games going all the way back to 2006. Phenomenal streak, but streaks are made to be broken. And Team France set out to do just that, and they did it. They beat them by 10 points, 89 79. And like I said, the two-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz, had 21 points, 16 rebounds. He was everywhere, man. I believe, what did, oh, seven blocks, man. Seven blocks, man. And you can't even count the, the shots that he altered. You can't count the shots that the man altered. It was an excellent game, man. It was really an excellent game. Up and down all game long until the fourth quarter with about five minutes left. All right. With five minutes left, Team France put the pedal to the metal, baby. And they started really performing at a high, high level. Okay. And of course, you know, I talked about Nicholas Batum. Nicholas Batum is a guy that was basically unstoppable before the injuries came along. He was on the Portland Trailblazers and he was handing it to everybody when he was very, very healthy, Nicholas Batum. But I tell you, he's still good enough to help Team France perform at a high, high level. And so that's what happened last night. Team France snapped the 58-game winning streak of Team USA getting to the gold medal round, all right? And so Team USA will not have an opportunity to get to the gold medal round. And so it's somewhat of a stunner. But like Coach Luke said, if you follow basketball and you know basketball, it is no surprise that Team France beat Team USA. All right. We're at that point in time in the show, people, where if you want to be a sponsor to All Things Basketball Podcast, or if you want your ads to your company to be an All Things Basketball Podcast show, hey, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Leave me a message. If you go to my Facebook feed, Hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or if you want your ads to your company to be on the show, 
Thank you very, very much. Well, all right. That bad, bad man out of L.A., LeBron King James, man. All right. Somebody has said he's been having secret workouts. Seven or eight players on the L.A. Lakers, you know, they've been trying to sneak in gyms, but they've been caught by the media, baby. And, of course, Coach Luke is going to bring it up right now. They've been performing and working out three times a week, the L.A. Lakers, and they're trying to, and you know, a guy like LeBron really knows about continuity, all right, and continuity and bringing players together. He's excellent at that. He's been excellent at that since he's gotten to the league. And so it doesn't surprise me that the L.A. Lakers are, are holding secret workouts leading into training camp. This is not a big surprise. LeBron has always done this. This is nothing new. But because they were caught at a private workout, guess what? The media is going crazy. But I'm pretty sure on every team LeBron James was on, he would gather players and they would start to work out. And that way you get to know your teammates' strengths and weaknesses, what they like, what they don't like, what position on the floor they want to be on, what position you want to be. Where do you want the ball? They get to know that, your teammates. You get to know where they like the ball. And so it's all about continuity before training camp. You don't want training camp to start and the coaches really build that. You want to be ahead of the curve. And, of course, a guy like LeBron James stays ahead of the curve. That's why he's the greatest player in the game right now because he works, works, and works, and he doesn't stop working. And so coming out of that L.A. area, what's going on right now is that the L.A. Lakers have been holding secret workouts three times a week. And you know, it's a wonderful thing, man. But I'll tell you what, other teams are doing the same thing right now. I think because it's LeBron James, we're making such a big deal. But I just heard that James Harding and these guys and Russell Westbrook, they were performing and working out and practicing. And so, you know, all of the guys are really getting their game ready, sharpening their tools, because it's going to be a long season coming up, people. It's going to be a very long season. So it's not a surprise. Again, we kind of getting off. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers have been holding private workouts, okay, for three, uh, three times a week leading up into training camp. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Again, they're going to be a phenomenal team this year. They have every opportunity to hoist that trophy. I tell you, the Lakers have got to be one of the front runners. I really like the Clippers a little bit better because of the bench. But, hey, you just don't know. The Lakers can beat anybody, and they might beat everybody. And so that's what's coming out of the L.A. area, all right, about the Los Angeles Lakers. They've been holding private workouts three times a week. Leading into next week, uh, training camps are opening for all of the teams, or most of the teams' training camps will be opening next week, and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Well, episode 55, people, snapped. You know, I can't thank my staff at All Things Basketball Podcast enough. They hold me down with all of the information they hold me down with the podcast, and I'm forever grateful to my staff. They're A1, 
They're one of the best staffs in the game of podcasting. I'll put it on me. They're one of the best staffs in the game, all right? And we're going to continue to transcend up as long as we stick together and do what we got to do. Well, that's the end of episode 55, people. I'd like to thank all the people that download, share, like, follow the show. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And, of course, I'll see you on Friday, 7 p.m. sharp. Good night. God bless.